Shalom to all. You are listening to the Quick Parsha presented daily by All Parsha. And today we are going to be learning the second Aliyah in Parsha's Vayikra. That is Parak Aleph, Pasuk Yadalad. And in the previous Aliyah, we learned about a carbon oila that was brought from cattle or from the flock, from sheep or goats. And we're going to be starting out this Aliyah learning about a carbon oila that's brought from birds, from fowl, F-O-W-L. And the Pasuk tells us, Vim min ha'if oila carbon Hashem. And if his carbon oila is going to be from birds, and he brings his carbon from turtle doves or from young doves. Let's take a look at the second Rashi over here in Pasuk Yadalad. What are Tyrim? This is talking about the bigger, more mature doves and not the small ones. This is talking about the young ones, the baby ones, and not the older ones. Let's go back to Chamesh Pasuk Tezvav. And the kind shall bring it to the Mizbech. And he does Malika to its head. And he burns it on the Mizbech. Having already pressed its blood on the wall of the Mizbech. Now let's take a look at Rashi over here at Pasuk Tezvav. Even if this person's only bringing one bird, that's okay. He krivai and he brings it. That's what Rashi's pointing out. Hakayan umalak. Rashi tells us ain malika b'chli. Malika is not done with a vessel. It's not done with a knife. It's done by the kain himself. He cuts the back of the neck with his fingernail. And he cuts the mafrekas, which is the spinal cord. Until he reaches the simanim. And then he cuts them. So malika is something very unique found only with birds, only in the Mishkan of the Beis HaMikdash. As opposed to a regular animal, which has its neck cut with a knife, the shaykhin ensuring to cut the simanim, the trachea, and the esophagus, malika with birds is completely different. The kind grasps the bird in his hand, cuts the back of the neck with his thumbnail, severing the simanim from behind. Now what happens to this bird back to Chomish Pasuk Dazayin? And he removes its crop with its innards. The crop is the part before the bird's stomach. The food is partially digested in the crop. He throws it near the Mizbech eastward, to the place where the ashes are. Let's take a look at Rashi over here. Pasuk Tazayin. As we had said, the food is partially digested in this area of the bird. In Bnei Me'aha with its innards. And the word Naitza is an expression of something that's repulsive or disgusting. This is how Unkelis translates it as. The kind takes a knife and he cuts around the Zephek, a little window like hole. And he takes the Zephek out of the bird with its feathers that's on the skin. Now Rashi explains over here. Why exactly do we take out the zefek? What's unique about the bird that its zefek is taken out? When we're dealing with a regular carbon oil with a regular animal, it only eats from the trough that its owner fills up for it. Now it says, All of its innards and its legs are washed in water, and they're burned on the mizbech. However, when we're dealing with birds, they sustain themselves from stealing. They fly wherever they want and they eat wherever they want. So they steal from people. Now it says, The innards. This crop is taken out and it's thrown next to the Mizbech. It's not burned on the Mizbech because it ate from something that was stolen. And back to Chomish Pasuk Yudzayin. And he should tear it with its feathers and he shouldn't separate it, meaning he tears the bird open, but he doesn't completely sever it in half. And the kain burns it on the Mizbech, on the wood, which is on the fire. It's a carbon oil. Ishe, a burnt offering, Rech Nichaich Hashem, it's a Rech Nichaich for Hashem. 
Let's take a look at Rashi over here, Pasuk Yudzayin. Rashi tells us, Vishisa, ain't she swell, but Yad, tearing it open is done with a hand. V'chenu Oymer B'Shimshon, it says, B'Shimshon, V'yishaseu Kishas HaGdi. B'chnafav, im kinafav, this means with its feathers. Einetzarch limrit kanfin etzasoy, he doesn't have to pluck the feathers before he puts it on the Mizbech. B'chnafav, Rashi tells us, Noitza Mamesh, this is actually with its feathers. And now Rashi explains, V'alei ein l'cha head yachimi reach reach rashal kinafayim nisrafim, v'ein nafshe katsalav, there isn't a single person that's going to smell burning feathers and not be disgusted by it. So why does the Pasuk tell us that we take the feathers and burn them on the Mizbech? That's not proper to burn feathers, such a foul-smelling thing on the Mizbech. Rashi explains, So that the Mizbech should be satisfied and glorified with the carbon of this poor person. This poor person is not able to bring a large bull. He's not able to bring a sheep or a goat. All he has is this little bird that is so wonderful and so beautiful for Hashem. We even burn its feathers. We want the Mizbech to be as full as possible. Rashi tells us, this bird isn't completely cut into two pieces. It's just torn by its back. It says by a bird, this pleasing aroma for Hashem. And by a behemoth also it says, this teaches you. It doesn't make a difference if a person brings something large and grand like a great big bull or he brings something very small like a tiny little pigeon. As long as his mind and his intent and his heart is for Shemayim. And back to Chomish Parak Bey's Pasuk Alf. V'nefesh kisakriv karbon mincha l'Hashem. And a nefesh, a soul, a person that brings a karbon mincha for Hashem, soylas yeh karbone. His carbon should be from fine flour, v'yatzakal Hashemen, he shall pour oil on it, v'nasanel ha'levayna, and put frankincense into it. Let's take a look at Rashi over here, Pasuk Alf. Rashi tells us v'nefesh kisakriv. Lo'y namar nefesh b'chal karbonus nedava. It doesn't say the word nefesh by any of these karbonus that are donated el mincha only by a karbon mincha. Why is that? Why do we use this word nefesh, a soul? Why don't we just use the word adam or Ish. Rashi explains, Who's the one that usually donates a carbon mincha? Ani, that's someone who's really poor. He doesn't have anything. He doesn't even have a bird. He just brings some flour. Amrakash Baruch Hashem says, Malani Olav. I treat this person, Kilu Hikriv Nashay, as if he brought his entire soul on the Mizbech. That's why we use the word Nefesh. The next Rashi explains, Selesia Karbani, it should be out of fine flour. If a person says, I take upon myself to bring a Karban Mincha, Stam, he doesn't explain what type of Karban Mincha he's going to bring. We're going to learn about five different Karban Minachas, and he doesn't say which one he wants to bring. Maybe Mincha Selesia, he brings this flour Karban. This is the first Karban Mincha that we're discussing. And the Kmitza, which we're going to learn about what a Kmitza is, that's taken while it's still in its flower state. Like we're going to explain, Rashi says, Since over here, we're going to learn about five different karbonis mincha, and all of them are baked before the kmitza is taken. That's why this is called a mincha, of flour. All of them have fine flour in them. However, they're baked prior to the kmitza being taken off. Here, the kmitza is taken off while it's in its flower state. That's why it's called a flower mincha. Now let's jump to the last Rashi in Pasuk Aleph. It says in the Pasuk, V'yatsak v'nasen ve'viyah, and he pours, and he places, and he brings. We learn from here that pouring and mixing the oil, that is permissible with a non-Kohen. So let's go back to Chomish Pasuk Beis. What happens with this mincha? And he brings it to the sons of Aaron the Kehanim. And he, meaning the Kayan, shall take a full kmitza from this, from its flour and its oil, besides for the Levina. The Levina is not part of the kmitza. The Hikter, HaKayin, is Azkarasa, Mizbecha. And the Kayan brings its Azkara, its remembrance on the Mizbech. It is a burnt offering, a Rech Nichaych for Hashem. Now the kmitza is another unique Avaida, and it's one of the most difficult Avaida 
Midas for a kind to do. The kind takes his open hand, places it into the mincha mixture, and then folds over his three middle fingers. That's his index, middle, and ring fingers onto his palm. Whatever's caught in his kamitza is what's brought. It has to be full, not overflowing though, and he's not allowed to scoop up any levaino along into the kamitza. Whatever is part of the kamitza, that gets brought on the mizbeach. Now let's take a look at the last Rashi in Pasuk Bey's Azkarasa, its remembrance, Hakaimetz Gavaya, Hu Mincha. The Kaimetz, that gets brought on the Mizbeach, and that is the remembrance of the whole Karban Mincha. Shabbat Nizkar Ba'alel, through this Kmitza, its owner is remembered for the good and for Nachas in front of Hashem. Let's go back to Chomish Pasuk Gimel. Whatever is left over from this Karban Mincha, La'aron Labanov, goes to Aaron and his sons. Kaidish Kadashem Eish Hashem, it's holy of holies from the fire offerings of Hashem. And now on to the second type of Mincha. And if you bring a carbon mincha that's called mafetan or baked in an oven, soilus, it has to be out of fine flour. Chalis matzis blues bashemen. It's either matzo loaves that are mixed with oil, or urikike matzis meshucham bashemen. It's matzah crackers that are smeared with oil. Rashi explains over here that you're bringing one of two things. You're either bringing these matzo loaves that are mixed with oil, or these matzah crackers or wafers that are smeared with oil. Instead of mixing it with oil, you smear the oil on top of them. And the pasuk continues with the third type of mincha. The mincha al hamachavas karbonecha. And if you're going to bring a carbon mincha, that's called machavas. It's a pan-baked mincha. Soilas, belul bashemen, matzah It's fine flour mixed with oil and has to be made into matzah. Pasais isa pisin, crush it into little pieces. V'yatzakta la hashemen, and pour oil on it. Mincha heat is a carbon mincha. Now Rashi explains over here that besides for the mincha soilas, which is the first carbon mincha, what happens to all the other four carbonas is first they're baked into matzahs or into rikikim, however they're baked. Then after they're baked and they're mixed with oil, whatever their own unique avidas are, then the person crushes them up into matzah meal, and then only once they became matzah meal, that's when the kahin is going to end up doing the kamitza. So as we mentioned, the only time the kahin's kamitza is going to have flour in it is by the first mincha, the mincha silas. However, by all the other minachas, his kamitza is not going to be taken of flour, it's going to be taken out of matzah meal because it was already baked and then it was crushed into pieces. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up with the third aliyah tomorrow. Everyone should have a wonderful day.